Blog Talk Radio. I'm getting down to the sum of this. The sum of that. The sum of everything. Come Alright people, this is Chris C., your host to Come Get Some. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get down to the sum of G.K. Bowles and my, uh, part one of my interview here, I want to address the 362-pound rabbit in the room. Last week, I referred to Stacey Dash as co-star in a movie called Legally Blonde. I, I misspoke, and she was actually co-star of the movie uh, Clueless, uh, thus making me look kind of clueless because I was confusing my movies about dumb white people. And to my defense, you know what they say about movies, about dumb white people. They they all look alike. Um, I have a new email, not an email, a new Twitter account just for the show. It's called at CGS here. Come get some here. Just like the email address, which is come get some here at Gmail, but you know, CGS here at Gmail. And you can still contact me at Miami Sixth Man on Twitter. And I'll still be uh, communicating that way. Uh, but I'll be blasting out from this point forward uh, from the CGS here account uh, on show information. Uh, last week's show, I hope you all listened. I hope you all did what I asked. Um, if you didn't, please go back and listen to last week's show after this show. And uh, I think this could be one of the most important shows I've ever done. Uh, There's a little bit of an audio issue. I don't know what happened, but that's live radio, uh, live podcasting, whatever you want to call what I do, uh, live gabbing. But uh, I think that's a good idea there to go back and listen. And, and regardless of the audio issues, uh, I, I think you'll uh, you'll find that that could uh, that show could could change a lot of things for a lot of people. And if it doesn't, it's a risk I'm willing to take. In the meantime, you all came here to hear about GK Bowes. Uh, so here is my interview, part one with GK Bowes. Enjoy. Okay, I am so fortunate and so proud for my first guest to have this lady with me. She is an actress in the field of voice. She's been heard in more commercials than you realize you heard her voice in. She's been in Norma the North, the Alpha and Omega movies. She's been in Disney TV shows like Sophia the First. She's Melinda the Mermaid on Doc McStuffins. Bunch of video games like Minecraft Story Mode and the just-released Street Fighter V where she's the kick-ass new female fighter, Laura Matsuda. She is a good friend of mine because she hasn't denied it yet, and she's an amazing human being, the beautiful and talented G.K. Bowes. Welcome to the show, G.K. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on. I will never deny being your friend. I'm very, very happy to call you my friend, so thank you for that. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. You don't know how many times I've rehearsed that with my daughter, and she told me, tone it down, Dad, turn it down. So it's like a, like a ring announcer thing, you know. So my, my chief advisor is my nine-year-old on the show. You know, so, they, uh, have an ear for, they have an ear for this kind of stuff. You know, my son, you know, he he, he uh, critiques me on some of my things, too. And they, they, they're they the ones that are going to be making all the big decisions sooner or later. So I think their their two cents is worth listening to sometimes. Right. You're, you're referring to Canon, are you? Yeah, yeah, for to Canon. Yes, he is the other actor in the family, right? He's doing a TV show now, isn't he? He is. He's on an animated show. He's on a, a little animated show called Little People, and that's by Mattel and, and Play School. 
And, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's on commercials, and uh, he's in a couple short films, and uh, TV shows, and, yeah, he's doing his thing. I wish <laughs> I had a thumbtack of his talent. He's ridiculous. Of course, I can say that because he's my son. But, no, even if he wasn't my son, I would still say he's a pretty talented kid. He's doing his thing. Yeah, I saw the one commercial he did. It was so surreal because I know who his mom is. To see him yeah. show so much love to that other woman. <laughs> so he's a, he really pulled that off. Oh no! Thank you, thank you. No, he's a, he's a good he's a little, he's a good one. Now he um, I, it's so funny because you know you, I hesitated anyways to get my kids in the industry, even though I you know I do voiceover and everything. But I waited until they begged you know they begged me to do some stuff. I was like, all right. And the little one liked it, and the older one's like, um, you know what? Not for me. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to let them make their choices like that. And that he's into it is awesome. You know, it's, it's really great. I, I can tell you this about um, uh, about this interview here. I, was, I had a whole layout set up for you here, and I had a whole structure how I wanted to interview you today. And then last Friday happened. And you want to talk about what you did last Friday? <laughs> sure, sure. We can talk about it. All right, so you did something called it was the Geeky Girls with the uh, with the Library Bards. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, live for the Library Bards. Yeah, those guys are great. So, so what did you do there? You you uh, you dressed up, right? I did for the very first time. I guess you can consider that cosplay. Uh, I dressed up as Gamora for them, and it was it was a lot of fun. But I will probably never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> really? What was it? Was it the makeup, or was it just the the long hours? What what was it? No, gosh, yeah, it was just the makeup. I mean, you know, the, the library was just so much fun, and it was just a fun group, fun crew to work with. And um, Bonnie Gordon and I are actually, um, you know, we're friends outside of work, and she's also um, on the new Street Fighter game too. And uh, so we've known each other oh. for a while. And wow, so I didn't know that. Said, yeah, so you know they, uh, you know they've been doing the, the parody videos for a long time, and oh gosh, they're so funny, and I've always loved them. And when she said she needed a Gamora, I was like, oh, I think I can do this for Bonnie. I'm like, I'll do this for her. And uh, you know, of course, you know my husband, uh, he loves dressing up, and he's got the Star Lord outfit. So I was like, all yes. right, baby, get the camera ready, get the camera ready, so you can take some pictures, because I am not ever doing this again. <laughs> No, no, you're doing you. You'll do cosplay again. You're not going to do the makeup thing again. I don't know. I just we'll see. We'll see. I that, that's more of a thing. Your husband. Yeah, I know. He loves it. He loves that stuff. I'm not a big fan, but I'll I'll stick to doing the voices. <laughs> All right, very well. There you go. You do what you're good at, and you're good at a lot of things. I I watch the behind the scenes live feed on YouTube. And you were a total professional. I didn't see the whole thing because it, it was sort of from the viewers that a little boring to watch you set up for the next shot and the next shot. But, but you were you were perfect. Right. You were in character and you were posing pretty well for someone who doesn't oh. like being in front of the camera, right? Thank you. Like that was actually kind of nice because I knew I was pretty much unrecognizable. You know, I wasn't like you are. to be. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, so that that aspect of it was actually really cool. Um, so, I mean, I can see how people can get, you know, I can see the appeal of that side of it, if you like, in this, like, 
crazy costume that no one's going to know it's you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course people knew it was me, but you know what I mean. <laughs> right, right. Well, no, you were, you were very good on that. And you actually did an interview with the host, and you were natural standing there with them. You weren't awkward. and you, you you have a good presence in front of the camera. It's just something that you don't prefer, you think, or is it something that yeah. – uh, Oh, well, you're very, you're very sweet to say that. Thank you. I'm sorry I didn't let you finish your question. Um, oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> but uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's just something that, yeah, I just haven't ever really been comfortable doing. I'm starting, you know, to, um, you know, do a little thing, do a couple little things here and there. I just did my first ever film uh, on camera. I did a, a short film for the Asian Pacific Film Festival. And, oh, uh, is that, that, that going to be about? That is um, that is about it's about a couple and they they have a an interesting scary encounter and like what happens with them. So I don't want to give it too much away, but you know. Oh, is this something you can't talk about yet? Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, you know, I can talk about it a little bit, but uh, you know, I don't want to ruin it for uh, you know for people who are going to come and see it, and you know, I don't know what the director wants me to reveal just yet. So. <laughs> well, it's funny but because I, you did. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I should let you finish. Go ahead. I apologize. Oh, First interview, people. Oh, no, 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 this was actually a role that I accepted because it is was written, um, you know, for a Polynesian character. I, I actually got to play a Polynesian character, and that's actually kind of one of the reasons I don't do on camera is because, um, you know, everything is so, like, racially – everything I have come up against has been, you know, very – they want me to be, like, black or Puerto Rican or – you know, something I'm not, like, I haven't ever, like, I'm not Polynesian, and, like, but people don't even, you know, know what that means most of the time, and, and they, you know, I, I, I never really wanted to play any other role, so I just got the voiceover, I'll got to do anything, I get to do blonde hair, blue eyed Barbie, and, you know, I get to do a Brazilian street fighter, and, you know, a yes. Chinese empress, you know, a black gangster, like, I get to do all that stuff, and no one really cares what I look like. But on camera, it's just just a different story, and it's one that, you know, it's just, it's not a comfortable place for me, right, you know, it hasn't been. But doing the Polynesian role, actually getting to play, you know, a Polynesian character was just, oh, so liberating. It was such a gift, and um, the film is by Samiko Braun, who's just ridiculously talented and gorgeous. You guys should look her up. She's amazing. Uh, She's also in Sharknado. Uh, so, and she's, she's a brilliant writer and, you know, brilliant filmmaker, but yeah, her, kind of one of her little claims of famous, she's in the first, in the very first Sharknado, she's like the very first shark victim, she has this epic death scene, it's awesome. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, so she was very kind and, and just gave me that gift and I will forever be grateful. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's actually good. I mean, does that something that's followed you your whole life, the whole, the whole cultural thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's been, yes. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how long we have you. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can, I can go on about that forever. But, yeah, just to, just to kind of, you know, put it in a nutshell, 
Um, you know, I, I talked about this, uh, you know, when I did my interview with Polynesian People magazine, too. It's like I had a really hard time as a kid, you know, because I'm, I'm Polynesian. My dad's, my, my, my mother's Polynesian. My dad is Latin and Native American, and so, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm kind of mixed up. And there's some Middle Eastern in there, too. But, you know, people, they want to put you in a box. They want to categorize you to, you know, just to make them more comfortable. You right. know what I mean? And if they can't pinpoint you or put you in a category, you know, they, they, they get upset. People would get upset with me. Um, That's amazing in this day and age that that happens. I mean, you yeah. kind of, to me, when you say you're all these different cultures, what you're saying to me in my interpretation is you're exactly what America is. You are America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a weird way to say it, but you are America. You're, you're, you're the melting pot, the, the living, breathing melting pot. Right, yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. So No yeah. problem. I was going to say, anyone listening, if you hear the beeping sound, I do apologize. GK is on life support, but she's still doing yeah, the interview, so sorry. I want you guys to appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. I told the nurse, you know, can we put this on mute? She's like, no, you'll die. So, so yeah, we don't sorry. want that at all. <laughs> sorry for the beeping. The great thing about voice work is you can just do it from your deathbed, and, and no one will know. Right? <laughs> no one will no be wiser. <laughs> and you talked about Polynesian Magazine. Now, you did a photo shoot in there where you are very recognizable. You stand out, and is there awesome pictures that were taken by your husband, though? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they had a photographer come out, and, t- and, and um, you know, we did some shots, but then Bo took some, and they were like, oh, my God, these are amazing. So, yeah, Bo got the photo credit on those, which was really cool. That was very cool. I was, I actually smiled a little bit when I saw that, because I like to see Bo get some credit. Um, right? Consider him a good <laughs> but, you know, when it's looking at all this on-camera stuff, as you said, you're now doing a short video. What would it take to get you to do regular on-camera work? Someone being willing to give me a job. <laughs> that is a great answer. So, so I was thinking, are, are you a Whovian? Because I don't believe I, I don't believe I don't know this, but are you a Whovian? Doctor Who fan? Uh, yes, yes, I am. I am. I'm not like a diehard Doctor Who fan, but I do love some Doctor Who. Yes. You, you, so you can't tell me what happened the last five minutes of the thirty-second episode of the first Doctor run. Oh no! So are you talking yeah. about the episode where the Earth explodes? <laughs> oh my God! You're really you're really going for it. That's awesome. No, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, the episode with the last. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I watched, I watched like the, like the, the reboot, like with the, you know, like the newer people and and Rose and. You know, I watch I watch that a little bit, yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to be if you wanted to be a doctor's companion, I would start that grassroots effort today to get you in there as the companion. Oh that would be God. awesome. That would be awesome. Have they ever had they ever had ten companions? Yeah, like that's like I don't know the show all that much. Has it, haven't they always been British? No. Um I wanna say in the early runs they probably had a couple Americans, but it was very, very rare. Mm. They, they, they do the uh, they've done the Scottish and that was uh, the Amy the Amy and the uh, Rory stuff, but but enough about that. We're talking about you. I'm just saying I I, I would fool for that. Uh, let's go to what we're really what we're really into here. You're a voice actress, and yes. you realized at a very young age you wanted to be a voice actress. Is that right? 
That is correct, yeah. I didn't know what it meant, but I knew what I wanted to do. <laughs> All right, so, so what you did is you grew up from, I believe you, you've cited in the past, it was Little Mermaid that, that sparked that, right? Yeah, yeah, good memory. Yes, and when you grew up, yes, I don't have that good of memory, but when you grew up, <laughs> You decided to go the, the responsible route. You're, you're trying to keep your parents happy, and you went into microbiology to become a doctor. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. I feel like I'm like doing trivia here. So, did you enjoy microbiology at all? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, there were some things I enjoyed about it. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things. It was kind of cool because it had prestige. You know, I, I mean, I enjoy, I right. do enjoy, I love science. I love science. I love genetics. Um, but, you know, I also love saying, you know, yeah, I got my degree in microbiology, immunology, and molecular genetics. What do you do with that? I do funny voices for a living. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have that fall back, but I'm going to ask you about that. If, God forbid, I don't want to wish this on you, but if you lose your voice today, and you can't voice act anymore, would you go back to microbiology or would you find something else in the industry that you love and keep doing uh, what you like to do or in the, in the field that you like to do? I think, you know, I think I would love to stay in the entertainment industry. I mean, there's so many wonderful aspects of it. You know, if I wasn't voice acting, I think I might enjoy writing um, or, you know, um, editing. Like I, 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 spent some time I'm like I'm kind of a grammar Nazi and right. I, I love reading and any chance I get to read and, and like edit someone's script I was like I'll do it you know because I just enjoy <laughs> it and like I feel like that English teacher just marking it all up with red ink but no I think there's so many wonderful <laughs> things about the industry that don't require speaking that I would I would really enjoy doing I don't <laughs> so so you decided what, what I, you knew you wanted to be a voice actor you practiced the voices. You did the voices as a child your whole time. What was the day? What was it that sparked the revolution that said, today's the day. I'm going to be a voice actress. I'm ready to do this. Oh, that's a good question. I, there wasn't really an actual – it was it was really a, a, an evolution, you know. It just kind of every day just grew a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger and, and until, you know, I decided to take a class. I took the voiceover class. I took an on-camera commercial class. I tried the on-camera thing for a little while and just decided, you know what, this is not for me. I'm going to focus, laser focus on voiceover because that is where my heart is, that I want to be in the booth. I don't want to be anywhere else. And um, so it just kind of, grew, you know, day by day, and, and I went, you know, I don't know if uh, if you've ever seen Creed, but I love that movie. I haven't so seen much. it yet. I want to see it. Because you make me want to see it, so I want to see it. It's, but, like, the way he goes after what he wants, like, the mm -hmm. laser focus, like, I appreciated it so much, because that's how I was with voiceover. And, you know, a lot of people ask, oh, how do you get into voiceover, you know, and you, you tell it's more it's not just having a good voice I mean I worked my butt off I mean I took classes I studied I you know read all the books I could get my hands on I got mentorship I had you know three or four wonderful mentors that helped me along the way I mean I you just, made sure I mean I just ate slept and breathed 
you know, this dream, and it, it you know, kept me up at night because I wanted it so badly. And um, I just, you know, and I wasn't going to quit until I had my fill. <laughs> until, you know, I mean, I wasn't, you know, ready to, um, you know, to, to just give it up without going for it, you know, um, with everything I had in me. Well, that 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 is that, that's just the whole the whole embodiment. Everything you said is perfect. Uh, it is that thing when you when you desire something that bad, that's when you know it's right for you. When it, yeah. that's the thing with the creative process. When you say you wouldn't go out of the entertainment industry, you you've got a creative bug, and when you have that, it's kind of like if you're a Dr Pepper drinker. There's nobody who casually drinks Dr Pepper. They either like it or they hate it. You are <laughs> you you have given yourself to it, and you're going for it, and that's awesome. So, yeah, I like that analogy. Thank you. You do? Okay, we'll stop it there because I have uh, much more for next week. And the next thing we get into goes too long for the next 10 minutes. So next week you'll be seeing uh, or hearing 22 minutes of the final uh, part of my two-part interview with GK Bowes. Um, no beeping sound. You guys couldn't hear the beeping sound, so it was just a joke, but it saves your ears in the end there. Um, if you want to reach out to GK Bose, and why wouldn't you? You can also uh, go to at GK Bose on Twitter. Uh, same thing for Instagram, and that's her website name, I believe, is GKBose.com. So everything GK Bose is GK Bose. Uh, so reach out for that. If you want to uh, lobby Doctor Who, wait for the next companion, that would be a pretty cool thing to do. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start wrapping this up here. In the meantime, once again, I want to urge you, just like I did earlier at the show, if you haven't heard last week's show, and the numbers don't reflect as many people heard last week's show as week one show, listen to it. It could make a difference, and I really want you guys to to to, to feel what I'm feeling when I when I do that show. I'm doing that for uh, um, because I think it's important. And uh, in the meantime, next week GK Bose will answer more questions about being in the voice acting industry. She'll talk about anime, working in video games. She'll also talk about how far she would go for an ADR job. What is an ADR job? And does she really answer the question, who's your favorite son? Find out the answer to these and much more next week right here on Come Get Some on blogtalkradio.com. And uh, for now, that about sums it up. See you next week. Take care. I'm getting down to the sum of this. The sum of that. The sum of everything. Come on. Come on. Yeah.